This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. I have a very special episode for you today, very on theme with October. I was waiting to release this interview for after the rebrand. I wanted these incredible ladies to be first guests after the rebrand for good reason. Today on the show, I have my friends Rachel LaForest and Leah Knauer from Basic Witches. If you don't already listen to Basic Witches podcast, you need to. They are hilarious. They talk about all things witchy, obviously, manifestation, different types of magic, energy healing. They also talk about mental health, self-love, and they have this beautiful blend of being able to discuss more serious topics, but also they're hilarious. They are both actresses, comedians, writers, and they record Basic Witches at the world-famous Comedy Store in Hollywood. If you're not familiar with LA, that's a very popular comedy club. They are so talented, so incredible. We talk about all the witchy things, manifestation, witchy rituals, and also some some serious things going on in their lives and moving through it and, you know, moving through this time of quarantine. And we start off by talking about a more serious topic, a recent trial Rachel had. So she'll explain a little bit more about that in the episode. And then we move into all of the witchy things, manifestation, spirituality. And I just love how they combine comedy with spirituality. I think so many people take spirituality way too seriously, (laughs) way too seriously. And we should bring more fun to it. It's fun. And you know, it took me a really long time. It wasn't until about probably two years ago that I understood what the word witch meant. And I was like, when I'm manifesting, I'm performing magic. I'm being a witch. I really love the idea of reclaiming this word witch. And I just love what Rachel and Leah are doing with Basic Witches. They are so amazing. So definitely listen to their show. If you haven't already, you can just search Basic Witches on Apple Podcasts. And then you can also find them on Instagram at Basic Witches. And their personal handles will be in the show notes as well. And they are also part of Soulfire, our podcast network here. Everybody in the podcast network at Soulfire is so, so incredible. And I just want to remind you that enrollment is still open for the pod course. If you have been thinking about starting a podcast, let me tell you, there is no better time. Your intuition is telling you to do it. Go for it. When I first started my podcast, I was like, why would I do this? Will anyone listen to me? Will I be any good at it? And I just went for it and look what happened. It's five years later. We teach you everything you need to know to launch a kick-ass podcast or up-level your current podcast. And we're starting November 2nd, but enrollment is going to close October 26th. So you can head to thepodcourse.com to find out more information. I think it's time to hop into the show. So enjoy this conversation with Rachel and Leah from Basic Witches. 
We live in a world that very much encourages the dysregulation of our hormones. And something that is so simple to do that everybody can do to help regulate their sleep and balance out all of their other hormones is wear high quality blue light blocking glasses. And the company I always recommend is Blue Blocks. These are the only blue light blocking glasses 100% backed by science. If you have a pair of blue blockers that have orange lenses, you're not blocking the full spectrum of blue and green light that are affecting your hormones. So you need the Sleep Plus red lens. Put these on when the sun goes down and will really help to relax you, reduce anxiety and improve your sleep. I'm actually wearing those right now and they make a huge difference. And then during the day, either getting their blue light clear lens, which is great for people who work in natural lighting or their summer glow yellow lens, which is blue light blocking meets color therapy and great for people who struggle with seasonal depression and or work under harsher artificial lighting. So I use the blue light clear lens and the sleep plus red lens. And I notice a huge difference on days when I forget I get massive headaches. I can tell my eyes feel strained and my sleep is not good which then affects my productivity, my energy, my mood, my digestion. The next day, it's a mess. So those are a must for me. And their Remedy Sleep Mask is a 100% light blocking sleep mask that helps us support REM sleep and deep sleep. I'm super sensitive to light. And if I can sense there's too much light, I wake up. And I've tried a lot of sleep masks before and they never actually help. I love this sleep mask and cannot recommend it enough. And without it, I probably would not have slept for the last three months. They have so many different frames to pick from. They have about 20 different frames. I get compliments on my lenses all the time. My favorites are their Parker lens, but you can also send in your own frames and they also have a custom-made prescription service available as well if you need that. And they're dedicated to giving back. So for every pair of blue blocks they sell, they donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision, who gifts them to someone in need. Wearing real blue blockers is such a simple thing you can do to get rid of any headaches, any digital eye strain, improve your sleep, give yourself more energy, be more productive, lose weight, regulate your hormones. You need a pair of these. So you can head to blueblocks.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com to check out all of their products and use my code wellness for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. You're going to notice a huge difference when you get these glasses. So I can't wait to hear what you think. So what have you been doing to entertain yourselves? Just all self-care for me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I have to. Yeah, healing. I mean, so much therapy, so much because my trauma, I was, I I wasn't even on my feet yet when quarantine happened. So I was already self-isolated in my Mm -hmm. own social life. Um, couldn't be around people still too much PTSD. Um, so I'm just still on that same journey. Um, Mm -hmm. you were social distancing before all of us. I was, I was the OG. (laughs) (laughs) The original social distancer. Oh my God. It really was. Well, so I want to know, like, what has this whole process been like for you of like healing? Oh my gosh. I mean, great question. I'm writing a whole book about it to hopefully help other people on this journey. But um, I would sum it up by saying I died that day. And I have been growing up with consciousness. I have gone from being an infant, 
like literally can't feed myself, can only cry, you know, from, from the trauma, like uh, at ground zero to slowly learning how to walk again, learning how to go to a grocery store and feel like I'm not about to be attacked, Mm. you know, like it's literally baby steps. And it has felt like growing up, except I'm consciously aware instead of an infant with no memory. Mm. I mean, that's a really interesting way to put it. Like, and what about Leah for you? Like, how has it been supporting Rachel? Mm. I mean, hard. Yeah, there's definitely been like trauma bonding, you know, Mm because I was there towards the end of like the aftermath. So it's like, yeah, it's just like a lot. And I think we understand a lot of things about what we're both going through. Um, And what's been cool and magical is our listeners have experienced it all. Like we didn't know that this was going to happen. And we recorded an episode the day after. And it's just like, we were in shock and Mm. we've learned so much um, Mm. and we've been able to heal other witches and other people in general through what happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like it's been therapeutic to talk about it or has that been hard for you? Um, I think we could probably each answer that. Um, Yeah. yeah, It's been, I would, I would in general say it's been therapeutic. It's been frustrating because as the trial was ongoing, I didn't know how much I could say details. And um, I slowly figured out what I was comfortable with talking about. But overall, therapeutic, um, as with adding your voice to anything, it adds power and release and, you know, ownership and strength. And then, Mm -hmm. like Leah said, getting this feedback that it's directly helping people is like, oh, this makes it so worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like personally, as a comedian, I've only ever talked about my trauma to cope. Um, like that's how I became funny is it's a coping mechanism. So um, yeah, it's like to be able to laugh about these things is, and talking about it is actually what helps heal me. So it's mm. win-win. Yes. <laughs> Reminding me of this song I wrote. <laughs> in my trauma healing because I tried to watch, um, well, I'll just sing it for you. It goes triggers, triggers, they can happen anywhere. Triggers, triggers, they'll give you quite a scare. Thought I could watch the movie ET, but it turns out it's too scary for me. Even though it's PG, it triggered my PTSD. (laughs) It's actually a really good song. Thank you. It's a really good song. And I'm sure people with triggers will understand. You're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. But, you know, this ends up being a movie about an alien who's crash lands in a house and is hiding in a closet and then scares the woman. And it's like, that's really close to what happened to me. Jeez. It's like, oh my God, it's going to come from. But if you can laugh about it, it's Mm -hmm. so healing. Yeah. Well, how has your witch witchiness helped you through this? Oh man, it's all in one. Wouldn't you say, Leah? It's like there's no separation anymore. I'm glad that we both have this background of this Mm -hmm. knowledge and know how to take care of ourselves. And we know how dark life can be from the guests that we've had. And like almost every transformative story that we have heard on our podcast about witchcraft and spirituality, every transformative experience started with a horrible story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I couldn't have said it better. Exactly. 
So what was your original story that got you into witchiness? Well, I mean, I think this, this trauma that we're referring to in October was a sexual assault that happened to me in our home that we both lived in. Um, a man broke in and hid and waited for me to come home. And it's definitely, as with any struggle, you find your strength. And I was already obviously a witch before all of that, but I do feel like it's increased my intuition and my like literally reflexes, my animal instincts, which is a part of witchcraft. So, I mean, this is probably gonna, I would think looking back, this will be one of the big catapults to my story as a witch mm-hmm. where, where I found more strength, mm-hmm. more powers. Yeah. What about like- you, Lena? I feel like everything in my life has shaped me to be the witch that I am. And I was a witch before I even like had a word to put to it. Like I was very liberal. I was very outspoken and like feminist before I would even call myself that. Um, I was very intuitive and empathic and I could guess lyrics and sports scores and just like, I don't know. I just am very aware. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, this podcast and just like, really diving into witchcraft and how big it is, is like so fun. Cause you're old, there's always something new to learn and a new tool to have. Mm-hmm. And for, for Leah and I together with basic witches, I mean, the story behind that is, is really the patriarchy and our frustration being <laughs> victims of the patriarchy. Mm-hmm led us to witchcraft and also products of the patriarchy which is interesting oh yes yes we are products of the patriarchy we all are we all are we're fighting against it from within but you have to have the awareness to know that you're in it to make the change to be like i'm against this thing (laughs) that's that's very true yeah (laughs) yeah that's how we bonded uh turning to the cards we turned to the goddesses answers on like how the fuck do we deal with this shit (laughs) yeah so (laughs) how did you guys meet we met in a uh, musical improv class and that story alone is like very magical because here I'll turn my computer I'll show you a we have a huge shrine a huge photo in our place of our whole group Adele Dazeem oh my god um Yes, but we met in an improv class. It was a like class of 10 or 14 and then we became a group and it kind of dwindled down, but all of these women have like we've lifted each other up and supported each other and so much goodness has come mm-hmm. from like strong female honest friendships. Mhm. And that I mean it was so cosmic that we all chose to take the class then because Musical improv is a like a specific form of improv. It's not offered as often. Um, you know, it can be hard to even get a spot in that class. So the fact that we all ended up there, I truly believe was like very cosmic because it in turn changed every single one of our lives. Mm-hmm. Like it, it changed our lives. We've seen each member go through breakups and mm-hmm. oh, just like, crazy shit and come out on top. And we've always been a support system for each other. And the motto you do before you do a show is you literally pat each other's back and you say, I got your back. Mm. And it's like, we literally have that as a friendship. Mm -hmm. I love that. Isn't it so funny to look back like years later and be like, 
that was so serendipitous. Like that was not a coincidence. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. I think about all these people who I'm like, if I hadn't made that decision, my entire life would be different if I didn't know you. Do you believe in coincidence? Nothing's coincidence. Okay. I didn't think so. (laughs) (laughs) No, nothing's coincidence. It's all part of the, all part of the plan. Do you think it's predetermined or do you think we have choice and control? I think we have, I think we always have free will and we always have choice. Um, but I think th- things happen for a reason. And I think there are different paths to kind of get where we're going to end up. Like mm-hmm. if I think that, you know, if you're meant to, if something's supposed to happen, it's going to happen one way or another. It might be a longer journey, um, but it'll happen is what I think. What do you guys think? Ooh, similar. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way you defined it. Oh my God. My partner just army crawled behind me to not interrupt this <laughs> Oh, <video. laughs> that's funny. That's Hi. So caring. <laughs> turn the stove off. Um, that was not a coincidence. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I just really like how you put it, Christina, mm-hmm. that in, I always say in small ways, we have free will. In mm-hmm. the big picture, it's mm-hmm. like controlled chaos and these yes. paths are meant to go like this. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before you guys met, were you like spiritual at all? Or did this all come up after? Yeah, before? What was that like? Well, I grew up super religious. Mm. Um, I sort of believed it for a while, Catholicism. Um, (laughs) Same. But but like, yeah. Guilty. (laughs) That Catholic guilt. Like a real Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, that Catholic guilt. What a... I'm not Catholic, but I've heard... It's intense. It is so powerful Ooh. that I found remnants of it years later in me mm-hmm. where I'd be like, oh, I'd catch myself in something feeling bad. And I'm like, that's that Catholic guilt. <laughs> yes. Chasing me around. <laughs> what? I missed a spot. Um, <laughs> but, um, but like Leah was saying how she knew she was a feminist before she had a word for it. And like she knew she was a witch. I had that too, where I'd be sitting in these pews and I'd be like, why are they telling me that masturbation is bad? That feels so good. That can't be wrong. Like Mm -hmm. I knew I could tell these things. Yeah. Um, So I would say I went through like an agnostic period, but by the time I was in LA and um, getting to, you know, really like be a creator, I, that also coincided with being more spiritual Mm. and um, like LA turns everyone. It really does. It does. All that avocado toast, man. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, they I put mushrooms in the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is wild. Mushrooms oh, are. Um, for me, similar to Rachel, I grew up in a very religious household. My mom is daughter of a pastor. Um, so she, I mean, she's never said this explicitly to me, but I just know that her childhood had to have been like very controlled. And, you know, it was also mm-hmm. the 60s. 70s so it's like a different time so if I feel like she was hard on me I can kind of only imagine Hmm. how she grew up so I think like first of all witchcraft has like shown me the compassion of being able to see that because before I just used to be so angry that I was like put in a box and I was always the one asked to clean up the dishes and make the table and help with dinner but it the guys, the, my brothers were never asked that as much. Like I was put in specific roles because of 
who I am. And I always thought that that was so wrong and stupid. So I never agreed with like the church, even though I was made to go every Sunday, my mom would like drive her car fast, almost get in car accidents to try to get us to church on time. Like the opposite of calm, you know, Mm -hmm. and this is all for God. If you can pray wherever you can, he's okay with us arriving five minutes late. Like you shouldn't have to be in a house to be a spiritual religious person. That's how I used to always feel too. I was like, if God loves me, why does he care if I goes, if I go into church, if I'm like praying and I'm talking to him and I'm building a relationship. I could not wrap my head around that. If a friend can't go to your party, you're not like, oh, you're sinned forever. It's like, you're fine. Yeah. God should be chill like that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, so um, how, how is church? Church is on zoom now. My parents go to church on zoom. So it's like, there we go. So how how do your parents (laughs) feel about you identifying as witches? They're fine now. <laughs> At this point, like the ship has, you know, or the train has left the station. Like, yeah. Catching this basic witch's runaway train. But they support me. They just, they don't fully understand. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the terms. Actually, it's really cute. My mom has been trying out listening to episodes and she mainly loves that we laugh a lot. But she said, <laughs> she said like, some of your guests, they're saying these words and I don't know what this means. It's- type of magic and voodoo what um <laughs> but they're supportive okay what about what about you leah they're just i, I don't know what my parents <laughs> think i think they might think it's a joke <laughs> or like <laughs> cute i don't know um but but my mom i talk on the show a lot about how my dad is like i grew up in republican pennsylvania but my mom has always been like a feminist and kind of like more so a Democrat, I would say, liberal in her thoughts. And I think that now I'm starting to see that like, I am the way I am because I have my mom's like, feminist brain and my dad's like business spirit, which is like the businessman conservative spirit, you know? Mm -hmm. So like I said, it's like, it's all built in here. I was Mm -hmm. meant to be what I'm do, do it, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think there are a lot of misconceptions around the word witch and like what witchcraft is. So maybe you can explain what, what is witchcraft? What does it mean to be a witch? Oh yeah. There are a lot of connotations and, and uneducated misconceptions. Um, for, I think I can speak for both Leah and I, um, witchcraft is really eclectic and really individual. It's, kind of like self-care you know you take care of yourself first that way you can help the whole witchcraft's purpose is get in touch with your own self get to know your own self and your innate powers it's literally self-empowerment so that you can help heal the world and be closer to what nature intended um so it takes a lot of different shapes i mean on the show we've talked to all kinds of witches and we think they're all right they're mm-hmm. doing something totally different than the next witch, but mm-hmm. they're also right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no yeah. like fear tactics and shaming. Yes. Uh, so good what Rachel said. I also want to add, um, we've heard like, because we ask that question on the show all the time and we've heard all kinds of answers. And what we've kind of, Rachel and I have boiled it down to for us is like an empowered person. Like there's mm-hmm. no gender that needs to, you know, it's just an empowered person that is like aware of, 
um, being a small part of a big like macro universe, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I see it as the same thing, but for you, when was the first time you heard, you heard that word, like witch, witch, witchcraft and, you know, like when did you identify as like, oh yeah, that's, that's it. Actually, Mm. witch has come up a lot in my life now that you ask that. (laughs) Um, The whole reason I left my home state of Ohio when I was 15 um, was because I didn't get the part as the Wicked Witch of the West. (laughs) I'll be a real one. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. You guys literally didn't cast a real witch like you had the opportunity. No, but I'm on you. It was, <laughs> it was always in that Hollywood, you know, wart on the mm. face, black hat, black pointed mm. hat, which growing up in just, you know, whitewashed Ohio suburbia. Um, but I think in New York, I got a little more like, uh, like preview to more culture and well, a lot more. And I think it must have been in New York that I started to understand which as like empowered person, but I can't pinpoint an exact moment. Actually, just today I started watching The Witches. Have you seen that? No. Angelica Houston? Yes. Oh, I love that movie. I grew up watching that. Never seen it. Oh, it's a movie? Yeah. Wait, who else is in it? I think she's the biggest name in it. She is the biggest. Okay. The main character is a little boy. It's all. Oh wait, wait, wait! I don't know it. Okay, don't ruin it. I just started it. Okay, okay. I just started watching it today, and they start the movie like I just resonated with it so much. They're like, a witch doesn't look like what you see in the movies. A witch is an ordinary person dressed in ordinary clothes that goes to an ordinary job that lives in an ordinary house. I'm like, yes, that's what I've learned from witchcraft. Is like after speaking to so many and as identifying as one myself, like a witch cannot tell another witch if they're a witch or not. Like a witch is just a witch. Mm-hmm. It's like a, um, I don't know. It's, I just loved that opening of the movie. Okay. I just looked this up. I remember watching this when I was little. Oh, I need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it since I was on so Netflix, little. It holds It's up. on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I need to watch it. Thanks yeah, for the so update. Yeah. And it has I that nice it. nostalgic, like film grain. Cause mm-hmm. it's film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. There are so many mushroom products out there on the market now that people are starting to understand how incredible functional mushrooms are. But you know, I always stay loyal to my favorite brand, Four Sigmatic. I have been using their products for years and I notice a huge difference in my health and they taste amazing. They're so easy to use. The sourcing is super important to me and Four Sigmatic only uses wildcrafted or log-grown and certified organic mushrooms. And the products are tested for pesticides, heavy metals, irradiation, mycotoxins, and other factors. And they're so easy to use. All you do is add a packet to a cup of hot water, a smoothie, or a recipe of your choice. If you are looking for a coffee that doesn't give you the jitters, that's great. If you are trying to manage your cortisol, then definitely check out their mushroom coffee mix. There is only 50 milligrams of caffeine per serving, so it's a great way to get that coffee fix and the benefits of functional mushrooms without giving you the jitters. And if you love the caffeine-free life, there are so many options for you. The mushroom elixirs are amazing. 
their chaga elixir is definitely one that's standing out right now as people are looking to support their immune systems. Chaga is the king of the mushrooms. It is incredible for immune support. It's also great for regulating your appetite. This was the first product from Four Sigmatic that I fell in love with. They also have their lion's mane mushroom elixir mix, which is great for supporting memory and concentration and focus. So if you have a big project or workday ahead of you and you don't want the caffeine, but you want that focus, use the lion's mane. And then for natural energy, cordyceps. This is great for helping to give you a boost of natural energy without caffeine, especially great for athletes if you are working out or looking to recover. I love drinking this in the morning. And of course, good old reishi, queen of the mushrooms. This is great for reducing stress, supporting sleep, and really just calming you down, chilling you out. So this is a great elixir to drink a couple hours before bed. You can make a little reishi latte, add some nut milk in there, froth it up. So good. You'll notice the real benefits from these when you drink them every day, it kind of adds on top of each other. And that's why these are elixirs that I drink every day. I've been doing it for years. Not only do they taste delicious, they're so easy. You just add the packet to water and you're good to go. But I notice a huge difference and it's all natural. Functional mushrooms are amazing. So if you want to try out any of Four Sigmatic's elixirs or any of their other products, then you can head to foursigmatic.com slash CRW and my code CRW will get you 15% off. Again, that's foursigmatic.com, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash CRW and that code CRW will get you 15% off. And next time you make one of your elixirs, tag me on Instagram so I can see what you're drinking. Let's talk about magic and what that means. Ooh. I mean, I, I, I remember the first time I discovered magic. It was senior year of high school when I discovered the secret and the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And that was when I really started practicing very practical magic of just like manifesting tiny little things and seeing how you really are in control of so much more than you think. Yeah. Like, what did you manifest when you were starting off? Um, like coffee syrup that I <laughs> wanted like free flavor added to my coffee or like to get a part in something or to have a friend call me, you know, little tiny things like that. I, I would start paying attention to, to them or like walking on a sidewalk, someone in front of me would be walking. And then I'd be like, I have a feeling they're going to turn around and say something. And then they turn around and say something to me. Like mm-hmm. I've had that happen so many times. And mm. it was so fun to play with it that those first few years, because I felt like I'm in a witch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For lack of a better, better word. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love how Leah focused on the small stuff because kind of like how we were saying, there's no coincidence. I also think of almost every moment is a miracle. Almost everything is magical. Mm-hmm. It's a perspective. It's, and gratitude unlocks that. That's how it's mm-hmm. been for me is when I could start to appreciate what I had, then I would like see more of the magic in mm-hmm. life in all these little ways. Mm-hmm. And you get enough of these little signs and symbols and like bits of magic that then then it becomes easier and easier. And then it's like, mm. yeah, I'm a magical witch. It's also such yeah. a confidence boost to own the word witch. It's such a confidence boost. It also makes people like not want to mess with you. Totally <laughs> it's, it's empowerment. Again, it mm-hmm. goes back to empowerment. 
Yeah, totally agree. Well, I, I wanted to talk about some things that you think really help your practice and also might be blocking people from, from magic happening. Mm, I think this yeah. is a really interesting topic and people will be like, I, f- I feel like I'm doing everything right and it's not happening. So mm. what, what do you think might be blocking people and what's the key here? I think immediately what came to mind, what blocks people is judgment and impatience, mm. and especially when they're together. Self-judgment, I mean. Mm-hmm. The inner critic in your head. It's the same thing that blocks people from being creative. I believe everyone is creative. But when you have a voice in your head telling you you're not or you're less than, mm-hmm. which almost everyone has, and you're not aware of that voice even, it's just running the show. Well, of course, you're not going to see these magical moments. They're going to pass you by because you already decided the story and mm-hmm. you are tell yourself you suck. Yes. And you're just going to keep getting frustrated. And um, yeah, patience. I, I agree with Leah that it's not, okay, it's not always on the timeline you expect. And it's especially not the how. People get hung up on how. Mm. We don't know how something's going to happen. Um, and if you can let go of needing to know how something will happen, you open yourself up to letting it happen whatever way it's meant to. Mm-hmm. So I think people are like, but I don't understand. How is that going to happen? How am I going to manifest this thing? It's like, you'll you see, you know how. Yeah. Yeah. That's the magic. Yeah. <laughs> That's the magic word. Yeah. Allow I mean, I yourself to be yeah. surprised. Exactly. That is definitely something I talk to a lot of people about. It's really hard for people to let go of the fact that they don't need to know exactly how it's going to play out, but it will happen. It's that trust muscle that's so difficult for people to build. And we've pretty much been conditioned to just not trust ourselves anyway. So, yep. We have so much conditioning. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. that's why it's so much work to unlearn all of that. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exhausting. <laughs> it is. Well, and back to the patience thing, I get a lot of questions around this with timelines and they'll be like, so are you saying I can't, now if I want this to happen in a week, how, so, how come sometimes people make, can make something happen in a week, but mm-hmm. then others, you're like, you can't have a timeline on it. Mm. <sighs> I mean, I mean, yeah. it's it's about releasing control Mm -hmm. and staying open to like um coming back to yourself and realizing okay I can't hire myself to work at google but I can send little emails to people that I might know that work at google I might put it on my instagram I don't know why I chose that as my example but (laughs) like you can put your feelers out you can like Google, Google. <laughs> no, Leah, it's I like you can do little tiny things to go towards your goal that you are in control of, and that will speed up your manifestations. Yes, yes, and and that'll speed up magic of any kind. So what what Leah's hitting on is surrender. Yes. Surrender, buzzword, <laughs> buzzword. But it really means recognizing what you can control, taking baby steps that are in your power to control and then surrendering all of that, which you can't control, which is a way longer list. And I, and along with the surrender comes surrendering, um, caring about failing, like failing is actually a a step in the right direction Mm. because you're doing something and you're getting out of your comfort zone. It's true. And I would venture to guess a lot of people who, are 
getting frustrated with the how and the timeline might be at some level of perfectionist and don't realize it, or their AKA like their inner critic is really loud um, because I'm a perfectionist in recovery. And I know firsthand that that is one of the things that halts your magic is, is not starting. Just yeah. thinking it's not going to happen, so you don't even start. Mm-hmm. Failure. Yeah, I think that's such a good point, and I think a lot of the people I talk to who ask that it's just so much conditioning around. It has to be hard to get things we want, right? And then so they're much. just they're trying to figure out the logic behind how can that work. Well, how come this person didn't try as hard and it came came to her, but then this person worked their ass off, and then that's the only way they could get it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm reading um, Stealing Fire right now. Mm. It's all about flow states, um, and it's it's exactly that. It's like this idea that we've been told you have to work hard. It's like this idea that effort equates to success. Mm-hmm. Really, there's this whole other philosophy that surrender and effortlessness relate to success. Mm-hmm. If you can get into the flow, if you can like have open hands instead of gripping so tight mm, yes. to an expectation. And to answer the other side of the coin, your other question, gratitude is like so huge. Cause what Rachel was saying is like, you see those little moments, like I cleaned my room yesterday and like, I'm getting rid of clothes and it's crazy how like getting rid of things actually makes me more excited about the things I have. And I think that in general is just like gratitude can do huge things. It changes your life. Yeah. Oh, and of course, (laughs) huge companies wouldn't want people to know that because Mm. gratitude is free. (laughs) I can't make any money off of that. That's the opposite of consumerism. That is an excellent point. Mm. And I think going back to what you were saying, Rachel, I have a lot of clients who will say they're they're so stuck in like, you know, their masculine energy and forcing mm-hmm. things to work. And they're like, I just feel like if I surrender and rest and let it come to me, I'm being lazy. Oh yeah. That's we're told that. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the big things to unlearn. And it's mm-hmm. hard and so uncomfortable to unlearn that. Mm-hmm. But I I've done it. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. What helped you what helped you unlearn that? Well, I mean, honestly, like coaches and therapists Mm -hmm. and people who helped teach me these things and Mm -hmm. give me assignments because as a perfectionist, I needed someone to tell me that it was okay to do that. I Mm -hmm. couldn't just come up with that on my own because I had that voice too strong of like, you're lazy if you don't work. Yeah. For me, actually, this is going to sound crazy, but like joke writing has been like a big spiritual experience for me in learning the rest because... If I'm like trying to think of a punchline for a joke and I like am so stuck and I just like sit on it for a day, then like it all can come out. And I just think that is like your brain is working harder than you even realize. Mm-hmm. And if you actually just stay open to, yeah, not judging it and letting the, the words or the visions or the art or whatever just come through without judging it. Like you can actually get a lot done when you're doing quote, nothing. Mm. So true. I think it's also the intentionality behind it because I think, you know, if you have no intentionality, you're not, you're not grateful and you're sitting on your couch being like, I want everything to come to me. You're not going to get it. 
(laughs) judging it and demanding it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think that's the difference between laziness and like surrender, resting and letting things flow. Oh yeah. This recently came to me. Like when we think about um, parents or like nannies, they know how much goes into uh, raising a kid or taking Mm -hmm. care of a kid. You have to figure out the kid's needs, address them and provide for these needs. Like people hire people to do this. Like this is work. Every single one of us still has a kid in us as an adult. Mm. We have to be applying that much assessment of needs and care of needs. Mm. Like it's the self-care is a lot of work. Nanny yeah, yourself. <laughs> be yourself. your own nanny. <laughs> yeah. Self-care. Well, it's funny, like bringing up self-care. I've been having this conversation a lot recently where I just feel like a lot of people don't even understand what that means. It's like actually caring for yourself. Like Mm -hmm. you can go through the motion of, you know, putting a face mask on. That doesn't mean it's self-care. No, right. (laughs) It's not that. So what does that mean for you guys? Well, like I said, it means being honest and assessing Mm -hmm. your needs. Like if you had this little kid running around and it was hurt, you'd be like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? What do you need? Wait, I didn't feed you. Like all these questions and you would figure it out. Self-care is assessing your needs. Mm -hmm. What's really going on? Let me be honest with myself. Let me not push through another round of overworking or Mm -hmm. just numbing myself or distracting myself instead of, wait, you know what? I have to admit to myself, like, I'm not prioritizing eating. I have to actually stop working and go cook a meal right now. Mm-hmm. Like that's hard for a lot of us to do, mm-hmm. but that's self-care. Yeah. I think a lot, a huge part of self-care is sitting in the mess. Like you said, it's not just like applying a face oil. It's applying a face oil and washing your face and like going through mantras of like, I don't know, reminding yourself of what you're in control of or what you love about yourself. It's actually doing the inner work, not just like a face mask. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, back to the intentionality, but I think, and Mm -hmm. so like, that's the other thing is surrender is a form of self-care, which I think for people who are, you know, super like in their masculine energy and it's so hard, that's the key. It's like, as soon as they just rest, like they're like, I give up, I'm just going to relax and hang out. And they really feel that not just go through the motions of clearing Mm -hmm. their schedule, Mm -hmm. then it comes in. Mm-hmm. And that feeling is available all the time. Mm-hmm. But you have to give yourself permission. You have to make that that choice that I'm going to care for myself. Yes. I love that. So I want to know what are some of the coolest things you have magicked into your lives? Oh. I want the stories, oh the juicy Where stories. Where do we start? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I go back to the Wicked Witch of the West for me because I let that rejection and what I felt was like (laughs) such a good audition that I knew politics were playing into it. And I was like, I am not going to let these small town politics of drama club limit my acting career. I'm getting, I'm getting out. Mm -hmm. And I, as a, I think I was 14 at that time, found a way to get internet, like had to go Mm -hmm. to the library to do my research. Didn't have a family computer yet in my house. Like I found a way to make my, my dream happen. And I found that you can audition for these schools in New York where you can be a performing artist. It's basically like going to college as a high schooler. And I would call that magic because I believed in the impossible. And mm. the magic is kind of a way to explain like the impossible or something you don't understand. Um, and I believed that it was possible 
and I made it fucking happen and convinced <laughs> my parents to let me go on my own to New York. They couldn't move with me. They had jobs. Like it was insane. That was so insane. And the rest of life has continued to be like where I believe I can be the exception to the rule. I believe it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true because my friend and I were talking about this. She's, she's very witchy too. And we're like, life is like a reality show. Like the craziest shit happens every fucking day. Oh, today the Bella twins gave birth a day apart. Do you guys follow this? No. no. They're like twins. They're like wrestling twins and they yeah. gave birth to their children from separate fathers a day apart. I'm just like, That's I had that same thought where they're literally reality stars, but it's just yeah. like, you can't write this. Yeah. It's like, life is crazy. <laughs> It's the coolest though. I love I it. Well, and it's like who need but who needs TV when you have that? Right. Yes. <laughs> Truly. Truly. Talk to your friends. I know. Like, yeah. going on for you. Exactly. Probably really interesting. <laughs> what about you, Leo? What's been like one oh of the coolest things? I've manifested floor seats to an Ariana Grande concert. I manifest- How? <laughs> Um, I manifested my way into a Kevin Smith movie. (laughs) Um, yeah. And even just the fact that I'm sitting in this apartment in Los Angeles, like I've wanted to live in LA since I was like six years old. So Mm -hmm. I just like, even just looking out and seeing the palm trees, I'm like, I manifested this. Mm -hmm. Um, Ariana thing was crazy. I bought fraudulent tickets. I knew they were fraudulent, but I went with my friend and like, we're getting in. I don't know how, but we're getting in dress up, look good. And we went and my tickets were definitely fake, got turned away. And then there happened to be a radio contest, like a singing contest for Ariana Grande. And the teens there hated me because I was like the oldest. I'm like 26 and I was like the <laughs> oldest there and they hated me. But I won and I won four seats. So she oh, better seats than better. Yeah. Better seats than the fake ones I bought. And then Kevin Smith thing. I tweeted at Kevin Smith for 278 consecutive days to get into his movie. And it's insane that it worked. It was like so crazy. And I knew that when I was doing it. And the fact that it worked is like, it's so surreal. And I lived through a dream. Mm. Mm. I can't, I love that. That's amazing. Well, and that brings me to another point of like this taking inspired action piece because I think that's another really misunderstood piece of it like because people think you you don't do anything or you can't do anything but I think that's a really important piece of it you have to do something Mm -hmm. to move in that direction Mm -hmm. right and it's just like what again what's in my control that I can actionably do Mm -hmm. as long as you're doing that you're going in the right direction let's be honest you kind of want to start a podcast And you have that thought for a reason. This is exactly why I teamed up with Kelly Tennant and Connor Moore, and we have combined forces to create the pod course, which is a course that teaches you everything you need to know about how to launch and grow a successful podcast. I've been podcasting for five years. Kelly and Connor have been doing this for a long time too. We've all hosted different shows. We've all rebranded. Kelly and Connor run Soulfire Productions, our production company. So They work with so many podcasts every single day, seeing behind the scenes, and we know how complicated it can be. So we combined all of our information and knowledge and laid everything out in a really easy to understand, super helpful format. So you can learn in six weeks what took us collectively probably about 15 years to figure out. We cover everything from technology, what equipment to use, how to set up your podcast logistically, 
hosting it, editing it, producing it, branding your show, naming your show, figuring out your niche, different podcasting styles and how to format your show, how to interview. This is crucial. And Kelly was a professional reporter for a long time, so it's very helpful to have her professional skills. We talk about guest outreach, how to get amazing guests on your show, pitching your podcast, getting on other shows, different promotional strategies and marketing strategies, how to build and grow your community, how to get reviews, and of course, how to monetize. There's so much misinformation out there about monetizing your podcast and we lay it all out so that you can grow your show, monetize it, and you don't have to have a gazillion downloads to do so. Kelly, Connor, and I all have experience building podcasts from the ground up. We didn't have big followings and then whip out a podcast and everybody ran our way. So we get exactly where you are. It can help guide you through this so that you can launch your show and hit the ground running. We are launching this six-week course starting November 2nd. It is going to have weekly modules. that will have video and audio content, PDFs and guides to support you along the way, and then weekly Q&A calls so that you can connect with other podcasters and have that community aspect as well. And you will leave this course able to create massive impact and make money. Enrollment closes October 26th and we have limited spots available. So make sure you head to thepodcourse.com to snag your spot. Now we start November 2nd. Enrollment closes October 26th and you can sign up at thepodcourse.com. We are so excited to help you launch a kick-ass show. You guys interview so many cool people and have come across a lot of cool different types of magic. And I know last time we were talking about like dragon magic or something. Yes. Like I want to hear about these different, okay, I want to hear about this. Like explain (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) Okay, so I am new to the dragon magic world. I mean, just since we had Teddy Longordo on the pod, who's, who's a mystic, a dragon mystic. Um, but I've connected with her a lot since then. And so I think she would be okay with me like giving this sort of summary of it, Mm -hmm. what it means, but the dragon energy is like an embodiment of confidence. Um, it has a lot to do with protection. The idea is that like these mystical beings, these dragons, um, are kind of, everyone can have one. There's one assigned to everyone if you choose to participate with it and Mm -hmm. it's there to help you and protect you and give you the confidence you need to do what you were meant to do. Um, yeah, it's like awesome. I have to tell you, since you brought that up, I was like, Whenever I want to know about something, I'm just like, can you just tell me about it? Like, show me something. It'll come up in my awareness. And I have had, like, we talked, we podcast like, what, two weeks ago, two weeks I think? Ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. And I have had a dragon in my dreams at least seven days of the last two weeks. <gasps> Is this the same I bet you, dragon? Yes, that's it's the same dragon. dragon. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely your dragon. Yeah, that's my dragon. Like? It's pink. <laughs> That's so awesome. I don't know what the pink dragons are, but there's different types. Like I've been learning it's like, about. Yeah, it's pink. It's big. That's awesome. It's like bright pink. Uh, oh, I love it. Oh my God, you guys. I did the most, I think we talked about this on the pod. Um, I did the most, I would say, moving meditation I've ever done. And I don't mean yoga, which is always moving meditation. <laughs> um, but I'm telling you, I was laying there in this guided meditation by Teddy um, that's called flight of the dragon. And it's, she walks you through a visual of like getting into the astral realm and like riding your dragon. Um, and you see what it shows you. And, um, 
I mean moving because I was laying down with just happy tears streaming down my face just the whole time because like everything I was seeing was so beautiful. And my dragons were rainbow and they were um, reflective and they were glitching. Like they were changing color and like quality of texture very rapidly. And do you, are you into human design? Yes. Okay. So I'm a reflector. You are? Yes. Which is 1%. Yeah. She she also, Teddy, by the way, like knew I was before I even said that. Anyways, fast forward, I tell her about what I saw on my dragons and she was like, rainbow dragons are also like 1%. And it makes sense that you're a reflector and they were reflective and Mm-hmm. like everyone has their own type that like you have an assigned dragon so yeah your pink dragon means something yeah it's so I, yeah cool. it does well leah do you know your dragon have you explored no, this i don't i don't know what mine looks like yet but i i have done the meditations and i'm totally like open to it yeah i want to get to know it yeah it it i just i like totally forgot about this but when you're just talking I used to love the show Dragon Tales. It was my favorite show. Did you watch oh, that? It was Dragon Tales. Yes. So, yes. That was like PBS, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like now that I'm into all of this stuff, all of these cartoons and fantasy films, I'm like, people think someone made this up like it's imagination. No, like people experience this and then now they're making, you know, they're dramatizing or whatever. And I'm like, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like mm-hmm. I told you Harry Potter's real, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like no. I see everything so differently. I've yeah. always felt like that with, with like unicorns and stuff, like folklore things. I'm like, humans have made these drawings for so long. Like what did they see? They saw something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's some reason that this is repeated imagery, right? you know? It came from it's so widely accepted. Yeah, yeah it came mm-hmm. from and somewhere. I personally, like, I do have somewhat of a science background, and I always like to try to kind of play devil's advocate and and look at things a little bit from a scientific lens. So for me, it's like whatever you believe doesn't really matter. If you're participating in this dragon energy and this like these meditations then okay, your subconscious is sending you these images. Either way, you're getting really cool visuals, mm-hmm. really good information that is probably there to help your life. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even matter if you want to say like, no, that can't be real. It's like, no, I'm experiencing it. It's real mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I'm getting benefit from it. Yeah. And what it brings up for you and teaches you. And I think some of it is so like when I first, are you into like star seeds and stuff like that? That I don't know. Okay. so like. I mean, we're all technically made of stardust, like we're yeah. made of the mm-hmm. same elements. Um, and so if you go back, the idea is we all came from like the same star and then there were different galactic beings um, on different planets. Ooh. They all kind of, you know, crossbred and then they sent people down onto Earth and other planets as like experiments. And starseeds, they're people um, who like have a closer remembrance of their life on the stars who are here with like the mission, the purpose to raise consciousness. And some people have a much closer tie-in, you know, than, than others, much closer remembering. And you'll, you can like look up the different types of star seeds and different traits. But when I first 
came across this, you know, I didn't really know any much about it, except I knew that there was a group of binks called the Pleiadians that mm-hmm. like spoke very strongly to me. And then I had this whole experience where I met my Pleiadian family and I always, I, and I, I met my parents and I asked them what their names were. Do they look like humans? Are they human bodies? They show up to me. They actually show up to me in like two different forms because I, I, I visit them all the time. But like they'll, they'll actually a couple of forms. Sometimes I see the Pleiadians as like just these vibrant lights. Like it's just like all of these lights. Other times they look like they look blue. They look like blue aliens kind of. Mm. Um, and then other times they look more like Nordic beings, like like mm like white hair, like very pale skin, like really high cheekbones. Like, so they kind of show up in different ways. And like, I'm not really too concerned because again, it's all, it doesn't matter. It's like, they're going to show up to me how I need to perceive them to know they're there. Again, this is before I knew like about any of this. And I asked like, what's your name? Because whenever I'm talking to people, you know, I'm like, what, what's your name? And the, and what they, their names, so it was, his name was Arcturus and her name was Andromeda. And I was like, when that came up, I was like, okay, I didn't make that shit up. Like, you know what I mean? I like, I did not. <laughs> Why would I make those yeah. things up? And then I went and like looked up and I'm like, these are both stars. Galaxy, you know I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's like, basically what that means is like, oh. I'm from those, like as a Pleiadian, like my parents were from those two different galaxies. Right. And like, is, isn't that wild? But it was yeah, like, so cool. it, like when stuff like that happens, so like, you can't make that shit up. Yeah. That's you know so I mean? cool. And I actually have. I mean, call it a conspiracy theory, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, all of these, how we have, you know, Harry Potter and The Hobbit and Dragon Tales or whatever else you want to throw in there. Like, how much of that was just people trying to turn it into something that seemed unreal so people wouldn't know and explore it? Does that make sense? Do you like, think that? Back to, yeah, I do. Maybe. Wait, what? I think that <laughs> there are people who know there's like having access to the power of like energy essentially is I mean that's very powerful it's like kind of like you know if people knew that they could change their diets not need a million drugs Mm. they're taking that would destroy big pharma right so we don't we hide that information right so imagine if everybody had access to witchcraft Mm. right if they really understood how that worked how that would make things crumble and so I think that uh, as part of the patriarchal ploy watch me get shadow banned again um (laughs) like like okay let's just let's actually because people are going to find out about it and see it in their visions Mm. so so now let's turn it into something so they feel like it's it's fantasy i'm with you i'm I'm with you saying yep now i understand what you're saying totally i mean hello that's even even down to the literal sense of witch hunts that happened Mm -hmm. largely in europe and then also in the united states it's like seeing that someone's empowered. Mm-hmm. And so you hunt them down because you're someone, usually a man, who's afraid of others having power. You want mm-hmm. all the power for yourself. Totally. Someone yeah. else's freedom should not be a, a threat to you. Right. Because, <laughs> but it's lack mindset. Mm-hmm. An mm-hmm. abundance mindset knows that if I will, I control. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But yeah. like, when you have an abundance mindset, you're okay with everyone being empowered because you know mm-hmm. there's enough for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I had something come to me with the dragon energy and I told it to the dragon mystic and she, she's going to use it. She said, that's spot on. And it, I heard um, the dragon mindset is an absolute abundance mindset. 
it just came to me. It's like, that's what it is. You I have an fucking love that. absolute abundance mindset in all ways. All things. I love that. And it, it's funny because it came to me with this bracelet. I'm wearing this totem that looks like a dragon eye and I've kept it on mm. since before the sexual assault trial as like confidence and safety. And I was thinking, oh no, what if it breaks? And then immediately I heard, you'll just get another totem. We'll give you another totem. Mm. And it was like, the dragon mindset is an absolute mm-hmm. abundance mindset. Love of it. Of course. I love that. Of course. <laughs> get all this dragon train, ladies. It's hot. There we go. Oh, really, yeah. <laughs> I want to know more about how you guys get, get information. Like, so you hear things sometimes. Like, how does it come through for you? What are the different ways? Rachel? Well, I've had freaky dreams. When you asked about magical stuff, I also could talk about the dreams that I have that come true. I, yeah, I hear all the time. Like, like even when I write, it's like, I'm, I'm transcribing. I'm like mm. listening and just, mm. <laughs> I, it feels like it's my own ideas, but also, I don't know, maybe it's downloads. Like, does it sound like your voice? Great question. Um, Mine do. Yeah, but it's almost like, yeah. It, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like you, you, you see and hear the words yeah. in your mind. So it's almost voiceless, but it's kind of my voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. like, um, even the other day I told my sister on text, I was like, I'm feeling these tectonic shifts in me, like big changes coming. Mm-hmm. And I've never used those words. And then that night while I'm sleeping, we have a big earthquake. Whoa. What? I don't know. Like, <laughs> And that's, that's just something cool. I heard. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, okay. That reminds me of this just happened yesterday because since we love synchronicities here, yes. but my, um, my business partner and I were creating a meditation and you know, it's, it's been so sunny and hot here. And we were like in the meditation, we're like, they're going to walk through a mist and then like have their visualization. And then I leave and yesterday it was so misty everywhere. Like it was almost raining and everyone was like, what is going on with the weather? And I was like, and I called her, I was like, this is, you can't make this shit up. Like we just spoke the mist. Wow. That shit's real. That shit is real. real. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I hear things and I see things. I often will like text Rachel and be like, I just had a vision. Um, Like they'll just come to me and I'm like, oh, that's, I, we don't have to worry about this and that because this is going to happen and, mm-hmm. and we're good. And oh, what was the other part? I've, yeah. I've done readings, uh, like a lot of freaky readings recently with people and I will take the cards and I'll do an inhale and I'll hear, it sounds like my voice, but it's almost always in like a motherly tone. Like recently I, I heard one that was like, you're doing good girl. You're doing good. And I said this to the person, I was like, I don't know who this was. I don't know if this was me to you, you to me, me to me. Like, I don't know who it was for, but then they were like, oh my God, I know exactly who that was. Mm. Wow. See, I love that. And I think it's really helpful for other people to hear how it comes through because that's something that tripped me up for a long time. I thought they were my own thoughts for so long. And and then I realized that they're not actually mine. And it sounds... For me, it'll, sometimes it'll be in a different voice, but it'll also be in my own voice. But like, it, they just use this language, these language that I wouldn't use or the yes. tone. It, it almost sounds like I have a slight accent, but it'll be like, <laughs> it'll be like, don't worry, dear one. And I'm like, I don't fucking say. Yes, this. we talked about this last yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that kind of shit. They always say that. I'm like, all right, that's not me. <laughs> dear one. 
<laughs> do you get do you get downloads about other people? Oh, I I usually hear- only if it like concerns me or involves me. Mm. Oh my god, when I'm around any humans, people close to me, new people, anyone, I swear I hear their feelings. Oh, I totally believe that. Especially like, a reflector. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I need to learn more about my type, but yeah, I I hear their feelings. Like I will tell my partner how he's feeling before he's even admitted it to himself. And then like 10 or 15 minutes later, he'll be stewing and be like, yeah, you were exactly right. That's exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, but it, I'm guessing it's something that's helped me like land jobs and lots of positive things in life because I'm very good with people because I feel like I yeah. hear their feelings. Yeah. I was just talking about this on a podcast I was talking about the Claire's um, and how I think Claire sentience, like clear feeling, like knowing feelings, picking up on feelings, feeling them or just knowing like clear empathy, knowing mm-hmm. other people's feelings is one of the most underrated way to get intuitive hits because I'm the same way. And I'm like, that is how I'm good at navigating situations and reading a room and honestly kind of getting what I want. If yeah. I'm like trying like with my parents, I'm like, I could just pick up how they're feeling and yeah. change my language. And I, I agree with jobs. Like, it really comes in handy. And a lot of people, a lot of people have that and they don't realize it. Mm-hmm. And cause they want it, they want to see it or hear it. Cause that's like, I feel like the classic, you know, psychic, yeah, yeah. psychic stuff that comes through, but Claire sentience, like feeling people's emotions is a really powerful gift. Mm-hmm. I think like you and can have such good relationships with people. You know, something that helped me that I always recommend to listeners is if you want to learn to be better at your intuition, start paying attention when you kick yourself for not listening to it. Mm-hmm. Because most people with hindsight will be like, I fucking knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Like, I knew I shouldn't have turned left there when they get an accident or something. It's yeah. like, okay, let's so pay attention to that. And then yeah. next time that same feeling comes up, try listening to it as an experiment. Mm. You eventually start to work the muscle. Yes. That's such good advice. I also, I wanted to talk to you about tools. Like what are your favorite mm-hmm. tools to use? I know you love the cards. You love the tarot cards. <laughs> oh, as far as divinations, like, mm. oh yeah. Obviously cards. Weed. First. <laughs> Weed. <laughs> Weed. <laughs> no joke. Um, oh man. Oracle cards, candles, um, full moon circles mm. are so much fun and so healing. I don't know if that counts as a tool, but yeah, um, sure. Why not? Yeah. Are you into the pendulum? I just found I was I have a pendulum and I lost it and I just found it. I'm so excited. I actually I just found mine yesterday when I was cleaning my aforementioned room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not super into it, but maybe I should try. You should. It was the first tool I really got into and I'm really? like I use it. I'm like attached to it. Like people know I'm never without it. I'm never without it. It's like my pet. Do you? (laughs) It is like the size of a Tamagotchi. It's like, (laughs) Um, do you do yes, no? Do you just orient and then ask yes, no? Yeah, I do yes, no questions, but I use it to clear chakras. Like I do it with readings too, or like clearing cords, like um, emotion Mm. code stuff when I'm doing energy healing on people. Mm. Have you heard of the emotion code? No, it's basically like he has like a I forget the guy's name. I could look it up. Um, he some guy wrote this book called The Emotion Code, and it it's almost like this grid system where basically 
you figure out what specific emotion is trapped in what part of the body. And so you can use the pendulum to figure out exactly what it like grids you down to what, what the different body parts are and then the emotions there and you keep asking and then it gives you the like anger is stored in your pancreas or something. Mm. I just made that up. Um, I, mean, I don't even think that's possible. Yeah. Under the pendulum for, it, for that has the body parts written down. No, it's like literally it's like a grid system. So you can say oh. like, is it, is it row one? Is it row three? Is it row five? Is it row Wait, seven? I had this done to me. Okay. I couldn't see it because it was my coach who was on the other end. Okay. And, yeah. And it was a, a voice call. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. She used that on me and I, I can't remember what it was, but I remember that it was accurate. Yeah. 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 It's, it's super helpful. And yeah, I think for clearing chakras, I use it for all kinds of things. Um, and even just to pick up energy, like actually, hold on. I wonder <laughs> if it'll like, I wonder if it'll like go crazy. Show me yes. Show me now. How much energy is there? We'll see how, how it goes. Oh, that's a big Whoa! yes. Oh, it yes. picks up. It, it'll start to pick up. And sometimes if I'm clearing a big chakra, it gets so big. Like, Whoa. oh, it's going crazy. It's like spinning round and round and round. It's like hitting my arm. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> see, but like, I, it, but it's I like, ask how much of that is like, I don't know, just your wrist and it's not like I'm so controlling. I've been it. using it for like so many things. I like yeah, doubt it I know. a little bit, but. But also I'm like, I feel like I'm so, I've been using it for so long that I don't even think about it. Like I can have my eyes closed. I can like, you know what I mean? Like I, it just, it goes and I go really fast. Like what, if you watch me, like if I'm in a session, I'm going so fast. Like, mm. um, and sometimes like I'll literally pick it up and I'll like, I'll be like, clear the sacral chakra and it'll be like, <laughs> like Holy shit. it's like crazy. I'm like, okay, that, that needed a clearing. But also even if like, let's say subconsciously it was me like, adding momentum that's like a sub it's like just picking up my own intuition that's just giving me the signal like sure. it's like tarot cards like it's it's a tool to see what's in your subconscious good point yes. yeah you know yeah. like you can get a different meaning out of the same card depending on who you're talking to another tool i love is youtube for guided meditations mm-hmm. oh and tapping mm-hmm. I love Brad Yates. We also love Gala Darling, mm-hmm. EFT mm-hmm. tapping. Ooh, yes. Such a tool. I always feel better after. Mm-hmm. Do you do like spells? Yes. Yes. We have our own incantations. I, all, I think Leah's the same. I always write in rhyme. Mm. Um, just, you guys are probably naturally good at that. <laughs> yeah, we're both writers. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but also, I, I don't judge myself if I don't write anything because we also believe that things should be fun and easy. And if I don't mm-hmm. have the time to write it down, I still think the spell can work if I'm just saying my intention and saying, and so it is, and mm-hmm. lighting a candle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so do you have any spell tips? Um, again, it's like the tip is this is you yeah (laughs) discover how it works for you but um but I guess trust trust in yourself and I guess simplicity it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be so hard it doesn't have to be like a whole ordeal yeah if you don't Um, have all these spell ingredients that's okay mm -hmm. I would say voice and handwriting add power to anything so if you can handwrite it down great and if you can speak it out loud even better Okay. Mm. I love that. I think again, it goes back to patience and trust, right? 
Yeah. Not judging yourself and just following your intuition of what you need and not needing validation or direction from someone else. You can give Mm -hmm. that to yourself. Yes. No, I love that. And I'm curious of all the people you've interviewed, like what has been the most, I don't know, like the newest besides the dragon, Mm -hmm. the dragon stuff, like a new form of magic. What blew your, what has blown your mind the most that you've been Mm. really interested in? I loved learning more about hoodoo from Auntie mm. Carla who came on. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a hoodoo practitioner. And I I didn't know any of the history. I, I think a lot more people have heard of voodoo, um, but hoodoo developed through slavery as a means of survival, as a means of spiritual um, tools to mentally survive and endure such hardship. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that excited me because it was, a story of perseverance and magic through perseverance. Mm-hmm. And also just because it was new to me. Yeah. I so know I'm not going to practice it. Um, it's not for me, but I really respect it. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, I loved numerology. It was just so fascinating. <laughs> oh, and yeah. now like I see numbers differently. I, yeah. It's and sex magic, moon magic. Oh the, yeah. So there we fun. go. I know. Yeah, yeah so numerology. Yeah, I know. Numerology is something I just got into too. And like I had a reading, I'm like, oh my God, this is a whole thing. A whole thing. It's yeah. a lot. Like yeah. I'm like, I want to learn about numerology. I'm like, that's gonna take me a long ass time. But too many numbers. <laughs> a lot of numbers. Do you know your life path numbers? Yeah, I'm four, the seven. teacher. Four. Wait, what are you? I'm a seven. Oh, I'm a seven too. I'm a seven. <laughs> I'm a seven. <laughs> Greetings, <laughs> seven. I'm a seven. <laughs> I love it. Cool. Well, I I want to pull cards for you. Oh, yes. you into you it? So much. Yes, please. Yes, please. All right. I, I have to plug my computer charger in. Yeah, plug your computer right. charger. She'll in. shuffle I'll, while Leah does. Yeah, it. I'll shuffle. <laughs> I'm gonna clear the deck. I'm gonna pull. Well, pull for you first, Rachel. Okay. <sighs> I'm open. Asking what Rachel needs to know today. I'll do a an oracle card and an activation card. Yeah, thank you. All the good stuff. Don't you love this? I love it. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Okay, th- there it is. Oh, okay. There it is. This is yours. Warrior yes. woman. Literally. Have you answered your deepest calling? Yeah. I'm working on it. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I am. There we go. She's like super active recently. Like she's been coming up. A lot of people are like in this Cause, energy. Cause yeah. we're being called forward. Yeah. We're like yeah. seeing how fucked up shit is. And it's like, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to do my part. Mm-hmm. And my part is to, well, let's see what comes up. But my part is to help people love themselves. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys gotten your auras read? I know. I yeah, I did recently. Are you seeing a color? Yeah. What do you, What do you see? What do you see? <laughs> Rachel has a very purpley, rainbowy. Literally, that's what the witch last week said, and that episode mm-hmm. has not come out yet. Well, yeah. I mean, or so or some people are pretty like they stay the same, and other people it's it changes a lot with their mood. Yeah. And like you know, I know I'm usually like purple, but sometimes I'll be like a pink and and gold, like. It kind of like it can change, um, but two yeah. for two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there we the go. Purple. I was excited yeah. to see what you were yeah. going to say. <laughs> Leah, 
<laughs> you are um, like yellows and purples. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Laker, Lakers colors. Okay. <laughs> this is remembrance. This is your activation card. Mm. It says the frequency of remembrance supports our memory of everything that we have gone through as a soul and body, providing us with valuable information and tools to flow gracefully with and in this life. I'm basing everything I'm creating on what I've been through. So mm-hmm. I have I to remember, remember the that. PTSD. Yeah. That's immediately mm-hmm. what I thought of. And it's very much Ooh, like yeah. transmit, like what's happened like within the physical body and like, how do I transmit that into light? Right. Mm-hmm. And like teaching exactly. from there. Exactly. Yes. Mm. Love it. Spot on reading. There we I go. Love it. Thank you. Of course. I love, I love this. I got- signs of encouragement. I mean, I already know, like, so I've created this course. It's called learn to fucking love yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Learn to fly. (laughs) And it's sort of the key to unlocking everything in life. I think if you can love yourself, you'll believe you can do all these things. Um, and anyways, I already know it's meant to be because it's flowing very easily, but Mm -hmm. that was another sign. There we go. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm excited for you. It's going to be amazing. All right. See, what does Leah need to know? Yeah, I'm open. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Mm. Trust the niggle. Niggle? What does that mean? (laughs) What is is the niggling feeling trying to tell you? It's like, what's bothering me? It's like, if there's like a nudge to do something or if you're wondering, if you're like, "Mm, should I do this? Like, it's like that little, it's a niggle in you. It's like, oh, I'm kind of mm. being nudged there. Is there anything you've been, you've been thinking about? Not really. It might come up. But yeah, we'll see. The full we'll moon's see. about to happen. So I'm actually like, I don't know. I feel like I've actually tied a bow around things and I'm open to what's new. So I don't know what that is. Well, then yeah, it might be the next thing, the next thing that nickels up. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it comes up. All right, let's see. Yeah. Let's see mm. what's the activation card. It's funny because, I mean, the cards don't lie. Like, yeah. people will be like, yeah, I don't know. And they text me like a week later and like, holy right. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Freak me out. Um, all right. Here we go. Oh, this is very delight. Mm, fun. The frequency of delight supports our capacity to create and experience feelings of intense joy and happiness. The more delight we feel, the more delight we evoke in others. Mm. And this is very I, much a yellow aura card. I was just going to say that. <laughs> there we go. Wow. So there's your power in delight. Mm, thank you. I love it. Cool. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, there, there are cards for you. Thank so much you. fun chatting with you guys again. You're Always. the best. Oh, you, you are the best. Are and yeah. let everyone know where they can uh, find you, connect. Obviously, listen to Basic Witches. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then follow us at Basic Witches on Instagram and TikTok. And we, like I said, we have virtual full, full moon circles. We have one on Monday. I'm so excited. Um, and we have merch and... Yeah. I love it. Everywhere for streaming. All right. Basic witches. Thanks, guys. So much fun. Thank you. 
huge thank you to Rachel and Leah for coming on the podcast. Don't forget, you can find more from them on their podcast, Basic Witches. Definitely listen. You are going to love it. You can find them on Instagram at Basic Witches and also on their personal accounts at Rachel LaForest and at Leah Knauer. If you enjoy the show and you want to show me your support and you want me to continue putting out free content, then don't forget to leave an iTunes rating and review. It only takes a second and it truly helps me out so much. I so, so appreciate it. It helps other people find the show. So it really means the world to me so that we can keep building our community. And if you want exclusive content related to the podcast and my life, don't forget to join my private Instagram page. I've changed the handle. It is now the channel crew. So if you go to the channel crew, if you DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to that account, the channel crew, and request to follow, when I get the DM of your screenshot of your iTunes rating and review, I can accept your request and you'll get access to the page. That's going to be it for today's show. Thanks again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode. 